Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What is up, guys? Welcome back. Now, for those of you who have been following along, if you listened to last Monday's episode, we are in the middle of a rebrand for this podcast. So that is why you didn't hear me say the classic welcome back to The Nursing Co-op, because while this podcast still remains under that name at this moment. I am in the middle of fixing everything and moving everything over. So you will see a new name for this podcast popping up. That name is The Ashley O Show. Unfortunately, Ashley O'Connor is an extraordinarily common name. That is my new last name um, that I'm still converting. (laughs) Uh, It's my husband's last name. My brother, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I love her to death, but he also married an Ashley, and so she took my name. <laughs> so I feel a little bit more obligated to take my husband's name. I normally, I don't know if I would have changed it or not. I, I really don't know. I like his last name, so I just decided to switch over. But I haven't done it yet because it is a process, as most of you probably know. It's not fun. I've been avoiding it and procrastinating. And it's not just, it's just not a huge pressure for me to change it, but I am going to. And so I will be Ashley O'Connor. And that is kind of how I've just started to refer to myself to make it a little bit easier. And so our new show is going to be called The Ashley O Show. I think it's got a nice ring. I think it sounds like a late night talk show and I'll take it. So you'll be seeing that conversion. You'll be seeing new podcast art. None of the episodes are going anywhere. And we will still, as we said, this This podcast is just going to evolve, but we will still be talking about nursing. We will still be talking about health and fitness in the same way we have. By changing the name, it just kind of opens up our horizons a little bit and we can talk about all sorts of different things in here rather than just really focusing and narrowing in on nursing alone. That is why I wanted to expand so that we could really grow together and talk about more than just nursing, especially as I've made some big transitions over the past couple weeks of moving from the traditional nursing space into the entrepreneurial space and building a coaching business, still focusing on nurses, but also on women of all different backgrounds. So keep an eye out for that. That's going to be changing. But for today's episode, let's get right back to where we should be here. I want to talk about how to resign. And while my time in nursing and in a career past college in general hasn't been extraordinarily long period of time, I still feel like I've gotten really used to resigning and leaving jobs because I've just made so many pivots and transitions in this time. So even just while I've been a nurse, I have now left three different jobs. So I do feel like I'm, I'm starting to get used to the process. I I'm, feel like I'm starting to 
pick up on the things that are important when it comes to resigning. And so I figured I'd share them with you because I know that the process itself is not easy. It's not very comfortable. It doesn't feel good. And we we often, if you're anything like me, you probably worry about exactly what to say and how to say it. So let's break it down. I'm just going to kind of run through a few things to keep in mind if you are considering resigning or if you've got a resignation coming up, you already know you're leaving, or just something to have in your back pocket for the time when you make a change because it's inevitable. At some point, I hope, you are going to be leaving a job and moving on to something else, even if that's retirement at some point. Like at some point, you're going to leave. So it's good to know exactly what to keep in mind when you are going through the process to set yourself up for success with that process so that it doesn't turn into a shit show because that is when resigning is not fun. I have yet to have that experience because I am so paranoid about, I don't know, making people upset. I'm not big into confrontation. And so I will do whatever I can to make it go smoothly. And this is true when I've interviewed and when I've left jobs. I just want to make a good impression, whether that's my first impression or my last So the first thing to keep in mind is that you really, really want to set up an in-person meeting if it's possible. As a nurse specifically or a healthcare worker, sometimes this can be really challenging because you're trying to time your notice correctly and your schedule is usually a little bit more sporadic than somebody who has, say, like a nine to five. And our managers are not always as available as some other professions are because they're doing off doing a bunch of things. They might be off of work. They might be working at home and we're, we're at the hospital. So there's a bunch of factors kind of making this slightly more difficult. So if you can try and set up an in-person meeting. If it's not possible, make sure that you're communicating as professionally as possible about what's going on through an email or at least maybe set up like a phone call or a uh, Zoom call, something where you can be as personable and like face-to-face as possible or voice-to-voice, something beyond a simple text message or beyond an email if it's possible is ideal. I would recommend an in-person meeting. Now, when you send that email out, when you know, okay, I'm giving my notice on Tuesday, so I need to meet with my boss that day. When you send that email and you are randomly going up to your manager, sending an email saying like, hey, can we meet on Tuesday? Unless you have already been doing like very regular one-on-ones or you meet with them a lot, know that in their head, they may already know what's coming. Because those sorts of emails do not come all the time, especially from nurses. And if we are email, if we want to set up a meeting to talk about like an issue specifically, we usually will specify that in the email. We might say something like, hey, um, can we meet on Tuesday because we have this really complicated case and I want to debrief with you. Like we usually tell them what's going on versus this sort of email where you're setting up a meeting to leave, you usually don't tell them in the email. And I would advise that you don't. Because again, you really want to make sure that you're doing that in person because that is the most professional way to put your resignation in. So in the email, be as vague as possible. That's my recommendation to you is just, hey, can we meet on Tuesday? Uh, I have an important thing to discuss with you. Or just can we meet on Tuesday? Keep it simple. Now, the last time, so this past resignation that just happened a couple weeks ago, um, I said that, I put that in an email, and her response was, I'm really busy that day, but I may have a window here. Is everything okay? She knew already what was going on. 
And that is usually what's going to go through your manager's head when you send set up a meeting like that. So I chose not to respond to that question specifically. I just responded to the setup of the meeting because again, I don't want to open that can of worms over email. I want to do it in person. And so I'm going to be as vague as possible so that we can really talk about it in the meeting itself. So I just didn't even respond to that question. I just said, oh, Tuesday works for me. Um, I'm available all day, so I can be there at 10. Just let me know when you're when you're out of your meeting or something like that. I didn't even respond to the, is everything okay? Because in her, for her, it's not. It's not going to be okay uh, because she doesn't want to necessarily lose me as an employee. But I'm not going to talk about that in that email. I want to talk about it in person. So she knew before I even walked in. So really set up that meeting and you do not need to explain why you're setting up the meeting just so that you leave it for the actual in-person interaction. That's the most professional way to do this. So that's number one. Now, when you actually get to the meeting, I would advise that you have a very simple, clear statement to express why you're leaving. This is for me as someone who kind of overthinks and will lose track of my thoughts when I'm in an overwhelming situation. I rehearse. I like plan what I want to say and I rehearse it to myself a few times so that I am more likely to remember the wording I wanted to use in the moment because I get anxious and then I'll forget what I wanted to say and then it might come out a way that I didn't want it to. So for me, when I have meetings like this, like when I had the meeting to go part-time, when I was making that request, meetings where I'm trying to leave, meetings where I'm bringing up a difficult issue, I always come into it with a basic idea of what I want to say. And for me, I usually write out like a script almost so that I can read it a few times and then it flows a little bit more naturally for me. So again, this doesn't have to be really complicated. You don't have to go into a whole speech. It's something very simple, a clear statement expressing that you're leaving. And if you want to share, expressing why you're leaving. I say if you want to, because Legally, you don't need to tell them why you're leaving, but most of the time it makes sense to do. Even if it's that you're not happy there, that feedback can be helpful. Or if you found a different opportunity, that's okay to share. So it's really up to you how much you want to share, but I would recommend that you have just a really clear statement. You don't have to go into crazy details. You don't have to share every detail of the new venture or your move or that you were that you hated working there. You don't have to share all of that, but make it something simple that you can remember that just expresses what's going on. I personally like to use more of like a compliment sandwich type deal because I really love to leave a good relationship wherever I I go. So I'm resigning and that's really unfortunate, but I want them to know that I appreciated being there so that the door stays open. So this past resignation that I just went through, my husband and I are going to be moving across the country. We're going to be doing short-term rentals, and that's going to be a whole adventure. And so it was really simple for me to just say, I'm leaving. Um, I've really loved working here because of the people. Um, You've all made this experience really great. But unfortunately, my husband and I are going to be moving, and so I can no longer stay employed here. Something super simple. But it gives a very brief explanation and it tells them that I enjoyed working here in some capacity, even if there were flaws. And as we continued in the conversation after, you know, I told her that I was leaving, I was able to express some of the things that could be improved or I can give that feedback. But I didn't start with that. I started with what I liked 
and that it's unfortunate, but I am now going to be leaving. So to recap, set up an in-person meeting to do this. Go into it with a very clear and simple statement to tell them that you're leaving. And if you want to share, tell them why you're leaving. I recommend using some sort of like compliment sandwich type deal where you add a positive in what you liked about the experience and just letting them know that you are leaving. But don't feel the need to share every single detail of your next venture. You are not responsible for doing that. And sometimes that can open up a whole can of worms that you don't want to deal with. So you don't always have to share everything. And then lastly, with that, be willing to share some constructive feedback if they are open to it. So that's not what you start off with. Start off with something positive if you want to keep the relationship in a good place in case you ever want to come back. That's what I would recommend too. But after that, as you start to talk, be willing to share the feedback that you have for your experience if they seem to want that, if they seem to be interested in it. Some jobs will set up an exit interview for you. And if they do that, that's another great place for you to share that feedback in a more comfortable setting because it's often not with your manager, it's with human resources. So that's an option as well if you don't really feel comfortable sharing that feedback with your manager. But if they're open to it and if they start to ask, I would really recommend that you tell them what made you decide to leave if it was something that was wrong with the unit that you're on. And are there things that could be improved Because if you have a good manager who cares about their staff and cares about their unit, they're going to want to know so that they can try and work on those things. The next thing I would recommend going into this meeting is knowing your boundaries and expecting them to negotiate with you. So knowing what you're willing to change. So go into the meeting expecting your manager to fight for you, expecting your manager to try and keep you in the position. And be prepared for that. If it is a hard and fast no, like I'm leaving this job, we're, we're going, then you have that very clear boundary. You don't even have to entertain some of the offers that may be put forth. And you can make that clear too. I'm not going to be changing my mind. We are definitely moving. So there's not much that can be done. My manager, for example, when I told her that we were, were moving, she didn't even like delve into trying to keep me. She said that she would have. But because we're moving, it's not something that she can really change. So we didn't even get into that. So I had very clear boundaries going into the meeting. Now, if you are really dissatisfied with your pay or with your schedule or something like that, that's something that could be negotiated. So go in knowing whether you even want to do that. Are you willing to change your mind? What would it take to change your mind? So have that response planned for those counter offers that will likely come your way, especially if you don't have something like super hard and fast, like a move or a huge life change that you can't control. If you have the wiggle room to negotiate, just be prepared knowing what it would take for you to stay before you go into the meeting so that you're not put on the spot and forced to make really quick decisions. So if they are like, what if we give you $20 more an hour? You're not like, oh shit, is that enough? Is that do I want to stay here with for that? And if they do, let me just say this too. Go into it prepared knowing what your number is if you are willing to negotiate. Know like, okay, I definitely need, I need at least $5 more an hour. I need two more vacation days. That's the only thing that I would budge on. Other than that, I'm saying no. You can go into that with a with that plan. But if they throw something at you that you're not sure about, it is 100% okay for you to ask for time to consider the offer. 
they want you to consider it. So they should be willing to work with you. So don't feel too put on the spot if that happens. But I would recommend that you go in prepared with a number or with what offer would keep you there or not. Or if you are just done, go into it knowing if you are just done and set that boundary really early so that you don't even have to deal with the negotiation or the the back and forth. Okay, just a couple other things to touch on. One is I always like to have a resignation letter with me with a clear end date. Um, I always try and give at least two weeks notice if possible. Sometimes that's not possible with things like emergency moves or new jobs that have to start really fast. That that happens. But I always like to give two weeks notice because that's really the most professional thing to do. So I always have a resignation letter with the date, with the clear end date listed on there. Because that just makes it easier for them to communicate that with HR. They can just send that letter over. It's already signed by you. Otherwise, you're probably going to have to prepare one after the fact. I just like to go in with it already so that it's clear, simple, and I don't have to deal with it after that moment. So go in with some sort of resignation letter. I just like to search online. It doesn't have to be crazy. It can be really short, but I just search online. I'll be like resignation letter template. I've done this a number of times. I should probably just keep one and, you know, update it each time. But either way, it's super easy to search. So just search for that, plug in the dates and the things that are appropriate for you, print it out, sign it, and there you go. But I think it just adds a little bit of more professionalism and it makes it a little bit easier easier for your manager to submit to human resources usually. Once you've had this conversation, it's clear that you're leaving and the decision has been made. The one piece that I think is important to tie up at the end of a meeting like this one is how you want your coworkers to find out this information. This is one thing that my most recent manager asked me at the end of the meeting. and I didn't even think of, but I thought it was a really great question and one that I think is good to consider before you go into a meeting. She asked whether I wanted to be the ones to tell my coworkers that I was leaving or whether it was okay if she brought it up with some of them that she was seeing in passing. And for me, when she asked that question, I was totally fine with her telling um, the kind of charge of the cath lab, the one who's like coordinating everything as well as the person who was making the schedule. Those two made perfect sense to me. And I also told her, I was like, I'm fine if they find out through you, but I'm also um, happy to tell them myself as well. So it ended kind of on that where by the time I told some of my coworkers, they already knew. But for the most part, she left it all up to me to tell them. But go into it knowing how you want your coworkers to find the information out. Do you want to tell them or do you want your manager to tell them? I usually would say it's best for you to tell them. So it's not this like through the grapevine rumor thing that comes up. Having said that, it's not an easy conversation to have. Um, It's kind of awkward. It doesn't, there's not a lot of ways that it comes up just naturally or in any smooth fashion. I was joking about this with one of my one of my coworkers in the cath lab, where I was like, I don't really know how to tell anyone because I already had already told her, and she's like, I think you just tell them. So she just <laughs> and she would help me. We would pass someone in the hall, just and they'd be like, Hi, how are you? And she'd just be like, Ashley's leaving. <laughs> and then we started to have the conversation, and it was fine. So that's kind of how it ended up being brought up with most people. Is I'd be like, Okay, well, I guess they're sitting here, and we're kind of alone. So I guess I'll tell them. And I'd be like, Hey, by the way, I'm leaving. <laughs> 
There's no good way to bring it up, but it is good for you to tell your coworkers that you don't just disappear one day. That's not what I wanted. And I think, unfortunately, because of the way my schedule worked out when I left, that's probably how some of them felt because I just didn't see everyone. I only had four shifts because I was working part time to to really tell everyone what was going on because it was really quick. And I didn't get to tell, I don't think I really got to tell everyone the way that I would have liked to. So that was unfortunate. But the key is know how you want them to find out and go into the meeting with that so that you can tell your manager if it's really important for you to tell your coworkers yourself, you can tell them, hey, can you not mention it? I'm going to tell everyone um, on on Tuesday when I work next, I'm going to let everyone know that I'm leaving, but can you not mention it until then? And that's usually perfectly fine. Like I said, for me, I was fine with her sharing it with the charge who's kind of coordinating everything as well as the scheduler because those two made a lot of sense because they have to kind of shuffle and move things around. So I was totally fine with that. But know that before you go in and start to think of how you want to tell your coworkers. It doesn't have to be pretty because there's no like normal way to bring that up, especially with people that you've built strong relationships with. There's no easy way to be like, hey, guess what? I'm leaving you guys, even though I love you to death. Because that's for me. And sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes it's the coworkers that make you want to leave. But for me, every single job that I've had, I think all of them (laughs) in my adult life, I have loved the people that I worked with. It has never been about my coworkers because they're they're just working alongside me. I, I get to know them. We spend time together outside of work. Like I build bonds. Like it's never been the coworkers. And so it is hard to say that you're leaving when you have a really great relationship with the people you work with. So I think it's nice to think ahead of time about how you'd like them to find out the information. And then last piece I just want to touch on again, just to tie this up with a bow, is unless you were completely miserable in the job and would never, ever, 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 ever want to come back. I would recommend that you leave the door open on your way out. That for me is always comforting. Every job that I've left, they every manager has said, you can come back. We would take you back if you want to come back every single time. And there's comfort in that because I know that when I take a leap of any sort, whatever that is, trying a new job, moving to a new unit, moving across the country, uh, leaving the profession altogether, I know that there's a net somewhere. I know that there's a unit that will want me back. I know that I have value still and that I've still kept a really good relationship. I know that I have a great recommendation down the line. I know that I have a great network or connection that I can use. So for this job, for example, as I left the cath lab, I left it on as good of of, and as positive of a note that I possibly could, even though it's unfortunate that I'm leaving. I was told I'm welcome to come back, which is excellent. But also I was told that if I choose to take a travel assignment as we travel in Denver, um, that, you know, reach out to her because she has connections there. Like there's so much opportunity when you leave that door open for a relationship, a connection, a, you know, future job opportunity. If you end up hating the next thing and wanting to come back, leave that door open to leave it on a positive note, even if you're feeling a little bit bitter and burnt out, I would recommend that you try and leave it in that sense because then you got a net. Then you know you can come back. I had a coworker that left the cath lab and left a really bad taste in everyone's mouth and is now not welcome back, even though he moved to a different job, hated it, 
and now he can't come back. Like that is not the place that you want to be in when you take the leap, try a new job, realize that unit's way worse or it's way more toxic or you're just really miserable. It's not what they said it would be. And you're just like, oh shit, I should just go back to the other job because I love the people and that door's now closed. That's the last place you want to be. So if you can, leave the door open on your way out of any job. Okay, really quick recap. When you are getting to the point where you have chosen to resign from a job, the things to remember, number one, set up an in-person meeting if possible, 100%. Let them know that you want to have the meeting. You don't need to tell them what the meeting is about, but set up an in-person meeting. Number two, have a very clear, simple statement for the fact that you're leaving and if you would like to share it, why you're leaving. Don't feel the need to share every detail and be willing to share some constructive feedback if they're open to it in that meeting. Know what boundaries you are setting. So if the job is completely out and there's nothing that's going to make you stay, know that going in. And if you are willing to change your mind, know what would change your mind. What would it take? What terms are you looking for? Is there a raise that you're looking for? Know your number, know your details that would keep you there before you go into the meeting so you're not caught off guard. Have a resignation letter ready to go that you can just give to your manager. It makes their job a little bit easier when it comes to submitting this type of thing to HR and have a really clear end date on that letter. Decide how you want your coworkers to find out the information that you're leaving and discuss that with your manager. And then lastly, leave the door open on your way out. Leave that opportunity leave a very good relationship as you leave a job so that you have a net in case you take a leap and hate where you end up, you can go back to a place that was maybe a little bit better. If you hated it completely and would never, ever, ever want to go back, you don't need to worry about this. But I still wouldn't recommend burning a bridge on your way out. It just doesn't work out well for anyone. All right, guys, I know that this episode is specific to those of you who are in the process of resigning or know that you may resign in the future, but I still think that these are things to keep in mind. I think most of us are going to have this experience at some point. So even if this episode wasn't super helpful for you in this moment, keep it in your back pocket. This is one that you can come back to when it comes time where you're like, in a year from now where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to leave the ICU and I'm going back to school or I'm leaving the ICU and I'm going to the ER now or I'm moving from med surge and I'm going into an oncology unit, whatever transition you make, or I'm leaving the nursing profession altogether if you want to take a page from me. if you get Once you get to that point, you can come back to this episode, review it, and you'll go into the meeting that much more confident even though it's a difficult conversation to have. So I hope that this episode was helpful. Share it with one of your friends, especially if you know someone who's going through this process right now or is thinking about it. Share it with one of them. Tag me and let me know that you shared. And I will thank you forever and a day. I love you guys. I really appreciate that you are still here with me through all of the changes going on. Keep an eye out for all the new things that are coming your way and know that I continually root for you guys. I love you guys and I hope you have a great week and I will see you Wednesday. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.